Welcome to Grayson's Life Church presents Real Talk, the podcast. These conversations explore relationships, entrepreneurship, assignment, and leadership with Bishop, executive coach, and author Michael Gatewood. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing it will be if we just can endure this hell on earth. We don't just want to prepare you for eternity at Grayson's Life Church. We would like to have you prepared to win in business and in life using the promises of God while on earth. We hope you enjoy this message, this new series, Crossover. Our conversation today is exciting to me because we're going to be dealing with relationships. See, it's amazing how people will leave you hanging and want to hang out when they need something. But don't allow the weight of life or people to weigh on you so that you're too hurt to wait for God to move you. Our topic, our topic is you checking in too late. I've checked out. The subtitle, Don't Look For Me Where You Left Me. Now, I believe today's message is, is truly a word from the Lord. When I originally started uh, uh, writing this uh, message, I was inspired by one of our pastors in Kenya. He put a quote on Facebook, Don't Look For Me Where You Left Me. Um, he put a quote on Facebook and and it, and then he put the put the uh, Genesis thirty seven tw- verse twenty nine, and it said, "Don't look for me where you left me. God has moved me. Yes, God has moved me. I was so moved. I said, oh man, we really I, I really got to talk about this.' So I, I want to thank Pastor Clement or Angeta in Kenya because this was this was a it was an awesome quote and. I, I would this message wouldn't be done justice if I didn't give him credit. So anyway, without further ado, let's jump into this message. I'm excited because there are so many people who are tangled up with challenges and and things of this of, of this life and going through stuff. And if it, you know, have you ever been so tangled up with what you're going through? That you fail to recognize what God has brought you through? Well, it's time to cross over. Do you have so many hang-ups and hardships over the cross that you can't cross over? Are you so vexed or cross that you won't cross over? Let's talk about it. Open your books, your Bibles. To Genesis 
chapter 37 verses 26 through 29 and I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation Judah said to his brothers what will we gain by killing our brother we'd have to cover up the crime <laughs> isn't that interesting instead of hurting him let's sell him to those Ishmaelite traders after all he is our brother our own flesh and blood and his brothers agreed so when the Ishmaelites who were Midianite traders came by Joseph's brothers pulled him out of the cistern and sold him to them for 20 pieces of silver and the traders took him to Egypt sometime later Reuben returned to get Joseph out of the cistern when he discovered that Joseph was missing he tore his clothes in grief it's amazing how when people do you in or do you wrong or do the crime they were the criminal the criminal always returns to the scene of the crime but don't look for me where you left me God moved me oh yes God moved me And when Reuben returned to the pit and saw Joseph was not there. And I'm going to stop right there. I see this. I, 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 I saw this story and it just really touched me because so much of it talked about what I've gone through and how people have done me and and so forth and. And how I felt, it, you know, it it just really, it really touched me because, you know, often we're so busy checking in to the situation that we can't check out of it. So I've been thinking, you know, and I'm, and I'm reminded of the people who've left because they needed a change. You, Sound familiar? You, you you left because you needed a change. Or did God just remove you so I could become? Hmm. You said you were helping, yet you made me helpless. But God is a refuge and strength, a helper. Who can always be found in times of trouble. I haven't heard from you in months. Yet you expect to hear from me when you want something. Or need something. You say you've got my back. Yet every time I reach out. You never reach back. Every time I reach out, you never get back to me. But we're so connected. But I can't contact you by phone. And I, and I know all I know all phone, all cell phones have a call list. But I can't list a call from you. 
you constantly reminded me the importance of being a giver. And I've yet to receive a gift from you. Even though it takes millions of years for a river flow to change direction, it does happen. It, 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 it takes millions, of years, but it does happen. Rivers don't always flow upstream, they flow downstream. Just as a partnership should flow both ways. I'm frustrated because our relationship flows one way and I'm at a dead end. God says, no, this is not your ending. This is just your beginning. The Lord says, those people didn't abandon you. You've been reassigned. <laughs> the things in your life that you don't have access to, you, you you know those things you used to do, and you know the things you, you it came to you with ease, and it, and the things that used to please you, you can you no longer find pleasure in them, and and you wonder, am I slipping away? Am I falling away? No, things are falling into place. The things in your life that you don't have access to were merely accessories. Only necessities are accessible with God. The reason you can't find me is because I've found God. I've decided to stop waiting on people to stand with me and make my stand with God. I've decided to make my stand with God. Stop looking for people to help you and look up to God who is ever present in the times of trouble. Now it's easy to say but hard to do because we're going through. We don't generally reach up or out. We just reach within. But don't be so busy checking in that you can't check out of that situation. Listen to me very carefully. Don't stroke out being stressed out. Don't stroke out being stressed out. And don't allow the weight of life or people to weigh on you so that you're too hurt to wait for God to move you. Don't look for me where you left me. God has moved me. Now you've heard me say some things about stress, but let's 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 talk about stress a little bit. But I, I'm not saying that. You know, uh, we shouldn't 
we shouldn't um, have no stress because some stresses are good. Some stresses are necessary. But we want to talk about uh, the, the negative stresses. And you're going to always deal with that when you have people uh, checking in when they need something. And checking out when you need them. So one of the causes of, of, of stress is, is being under a lot, lots of pressure. I'm reminded of when my body was in extreme pain, excruciating pain, my blood pressure went up. And I'm going through all kinds of changes, couldn't figure out why. Because I was under a lot of pressure. You know, even if you, the pipes in your house, enough pressure will bust a pipe. Facing big changes. And I don't know why people get so stuck when they face a big change. Most people get stuck when they face a big change or they or they stop or what have you. But I want to encourage you today that, yeah, there are changes going on. But you still have a choice to navigate on through. You may have a new job and you're dealing with new procedures and new protocols and, you, you know, you're wearing clothes that you normally don't wear. So you feel a little uncomfortable and, and you're doing a, a, you're learning a new skill. So you're trying to get everything right on the first day. Uh, even when a baby is born, they don't start out walking. They have to crawl and so forth and social and social you. Worrying about something. You know, now we got anxiety. Which brings on that spirit of anxiousness. Now we're, now we're, we're shaking. We're jittery. Because we're worried about something. And we're all entangled up in that thing that we can't focus. Not having, a, uh, not having much or any control over the outcome of a situation. Having responsibilities that you're finding overwhelming. Not having enough work or activities. Changes in your life. Times of uncertainty. That's a big one. Because we don't know. We got all kinds of things running through our head. Imagination to break you down. Yeah, I say imagination, but I'm talking about your imagination. Now, don't get me wrong. Imagination is good. It just depends on what you're thinking of. Being mistreated by the very people who want to be treated well by you. If you wait to be exonerated by people, the weight of being frustrated will consume you. Because generally those people you're waiting to uh, lift the weight up off of you have caused a hardship for you. Now there are exceptions. 
But we're talking about those people who have done you wrong and you waited for them to apologize, you waited for them to do something and they ain't did nothing. They don't go on about their business, you still bothered. Well, I want to give you five keys so you can cross over. I want to give you five keys so you can get over get whatever, whatever those things you have hanging over the cross that's keeping you from crossing over. We want you to be able to cross over today. The first key is this. If you can't relate to it, if you can't relate to it, you will regret it. You have to digest to de-stress your life. I said digest, not I said digress, not digest. Some people told busy digesting and not digressing, holding it in to where they exploded on everybody and anything. So you have to digress. You got to talk about that thing to to uh, to to de-stress your life. It's very important that you digress, not digest. Don't hold everything. You got to you got to be able to let that thing out. If you don't find a release, second key, you will rebel. If you don't find a release, you will rebel. You have to be able to correct the issue or you may have a permanent residency with the Department of Corrections. I remember the job I used to have uh, with the state. They used to have these forms called Let's Talk. It's a very good form because you, you got to get everything out. So, Because, you know, sometimes you're trying to talk to people about something you're going through. They cut you off. You can't get it out. And then sometimes you'd be so upset. It's best you write things down so you don't miss anything. And actually, when you write it, what, what, if, when you're writing down what you're going through, it kind of gives you a little release. Also, group therapy is not just a group. It's important to help you regroup. It's okay to get therapy. You're not retarded or, 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 or mentally challenged because you're talking to somebody who, who's professionally helping you to uh, decompress. I believe it's a necessity. Yes, I do. I, I, I talk to a therapist. Now, I'm going to tell you this. You can't talk to everybody about your business. But you got to be able to find somebody that's going to be impartial, that's going to uh, give you advice on uh, not just what's what's right, but what's righteous. And they're focused on the issue and not the individual. Now, you'll know if you got a good person, uh, a, a good outlet to release. Because you'll, you'll, you'll know how you feel. You don't have a headache. You feel like a load has been let off. Then you're good. The third key. People who don't rest become restless and reckless. You have to rest if you're going to distress your life. Pick your bedtime, your rec time, and your relaxation time. Before bed. Three hours before you go to bed. Stop. You know, stop, stop reading, 
that book, stop watching TV because you have to turn your mind has to turn off. And if you wait till the time you're going to go to bed, it is going to be three or four hours later. So when you when if you want to go to bed, I suggest whatever time you go to bed, stop doing all activities, turn the phone off, whatever. Uh, so you can turn off your mind. OK, because you're just like you shut off everything in your house, your body has to shut down and everything don't shut down at once. Get you some chamomile tea. You don't like tea? Start humming. And activate that and activate that vagus nerve. Because that'll help that when you when you start humming, it helps you relax by activating the vagus nerve that's in the back of your neck. Have the room at a certain temperature. Now, if you like things cool, set it to where you're cool because you're going to sleep good. Now, if you're if you're anemic, then, you know, you may want to have, you know, and you got somebody who, who likes to be cool. Maybe you need a space heater so you can be hot and warm and they can be. But you can't get too hot because that'll mess you up, too. OK, so the fourth key. If you don't pick a time out, you will run out of time. Me time is important, not meat time. Me time, not meat time. M-E-E-T. Me time. M-E is important. Imagine inhaling without being able to exhale that's what happens when you don't get me time you will either suffocate or explode so you need that time to decompress so you can de-stress your life take your vacations take breaks very very important You, you don't realize taking a break, how, how much that break in that activity, it, it, it gives you a release and it also allows you to rest. If you're doing something constantly, you, you know, you, you're going to either get bored with it and start trying to rush it and mess it up. So breaks are important. You're not, you, can, you can't always get everything done in one, one swoop. So take your breaks, take your vacations, because it's important that you do that for restoration. Okay. The fifth key. If you can't make desserts, you'll be stressed. Now, this is an acrostic. Actually, desserts is stress backwards. Okay. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about moments and mealtime, moments and mealtime. If you can't make desserts, so you got to get something to eat. It's not about just getting something to eat. It's about what you eat. What are you eating? How is it feeding your body? How is it depleting your body? So you, 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 you don't want to eat junk food. You want to, you want to have a balanced meal. You want to have some greens. You want, you know, try to stay away from carbs if you can and so forth. But it's very important. Mealtime is important. 
mealtime is not only important for you to get something to eat, but it's also, you know, that's that time where you fellowship and, and you and you uh, reimagine the day or appreciate um, those moments in the day where things were, went right. Because if you don't look for that moment to appreciate, you're definitely to see the moments where, you, where things depreciated. And you don't want to have more depreciation than appreciation because that just ruins your entire day. So moment, you, 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 we make desserts by recognizing that moment and appreciating it. Because if you don't if you don't take time to recognize those moments, your day will depreciate. Okay. And the other thing about Making your dirt, I'm talking about mealtime. What are you eating? You know, I like junk food. I'm not going to lie, but I try to stay away from it because it's, it's bad for my heart. You know, he said when it's funny, the scripture says he wanted us to prosper and be in good health. So it's not just about making money. It's about making sure your your, your body is right. Okay, when I teach my um, uh, class, my master's class, the assignment, one of the principles is that uh, the uh, the the fiscal, the fiscal f i s c c a l is just as important as the physical. Health and wealth go together. Can't have one without the other. You can't enjoy one without the other. So I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. We've been talking about checking in. So you can check out of those situations. Okay. We've been talking about that because so many people check in that they can't check out. And then sometimes when we're going through. And then that person comes back to check in. You've already checked out. That's what we want. We won't, we don't want to allow the weight of life or people to weigh on us that we're so hurt that we won't wait for God to move. Because when you wait for God to move, you can do like Joseph. Don't look for me where you left me. God has moved me. Oh yes, he moved me. And until next time, I hope your life is made simple, plain, and uncomplicated. God bless. We'll see you on the next teaching.